seven, count them, seven different types of content that you can create. And I get it. It can be overwhelming. Which one to choose? And there's so many experts that tell you that you should be doing all of them. Well, guess what? Today, I'm going to dispel that that stereotype, that rumor, that thought here on Traffic Keys. So welcome to Traffic Keys, everyone. I am your host, Atiba. It's great to have you here. Let me adjust my camera a little bit. Um, it's great to have you here. If you are a business owner and you're looking to drive more eyeballs to your website and generate more leads, you are in the right place because I teach you how to do that in an organic way. I've been doing this for over 15 years, and my goal right now is to basically transfer everything that's in this brain and this brain that's stored up for the last 15 years into videos for you guys, okay? And today, we're getting into a topic that we've touched on a couple times before, and we're going to continue touching on because it's a really, really, really big one, and it's your content, right? Remember, there are three keys to organic traffic that we talk about. The first one is knowing your audience, being obsessed with your audience. The second one is your content strategy, your content strategy. And, and what we're talking about today is just one tiny piece of your overall content strategy. And then the third is SEO, search engine optimization. But the question that we're tackling today is there's so many different forms of content. Which one should I do? And there's so many experts and I see so many ads and so many people talking about, oh my gosh, do this, do that. Do you have a create content here, create content there, create... It seems almost exhausting. How can I possibly do all of that? And on top of creating content in all these different ways, which we're going to discuss in a minute, then there are all of these different publishing mediums, right? Do I put it on Facebook? Do I put it on TikTok? Do I put it on YouTube? Do I put it on my blog? Oh my gosh, do I put it on Medium? And it goes on and on. There are infinite numbers of places that you can produce your content. We're not dealing with that today, but we're going to talk today about the seven types of content and my advice to you, choose one. I've said it before. I'm going to say it again. I'm going to repeat it. Choose one. Whichever one is best for you. And when I say best for you, I mean that works best for you, your person. M me? I can get on here and talk to you guys for hours. You can give me a topic and I can just go. And I can talk, 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 talk all day long, okay? But ask me to, to sit down and write this out. Oh, yeah, that's that's not happening. Mm -mm. It ain't happening, okay? So let's talk about the seven different types and uh, of, of content. The first one that we're going to talk about is blogs or articles on your website. Now, of course, by now, if you've been in business, you've heard of blogs. You know, And if you have a website, you've heard of a blog right? And blogs come in many, many different forms. And we're going to spend a ton of time here in Traffic Keys breaking down over time the different forms that blogs come in and the different things that you can do with a blog that to, to be effective to reach your audience. But suffice it, to, suffice it to say, blogs can be breaking news. They could be listicles. They could be how-to guides. They could be stories. They could be 300 words. They could be 3,000 words. Uh, um, I was talking with uh, a guy yesterday. Uh, not yesterday. Um, it was last week, Thursday, actually. I was talking with a guy last week, Thursday, who wrote a resource blog. 
and it's 10,000 words, okay? And it's very in-depth. There's tons of things that you can do with a blog. The great part of, of doing a blog is you can put your ideas down on words. If they, things change, you can update your words. Additionally, you can write blogs that support another blog, okay? And link your ideas together and teach. So blogs are absolutely fantastic. And if you have a propensity to write, blogs are probably a really, really great place to go um, and a really great piece of content for you to master, okay? So that's number one, blogs. Second is, is page level. And this one is in here, but it's a bit of a misnomer, okay? Um, page level content. Page level content is that static content that you have on your website. That means your product page, your about page, your home page, et cetera, et cetera. That stuff that doesn't change very often. But it's a type of content that's very, very important. And it's a type of content that if you ignore it, you're going to have a ton of trouble. Okay? Um, because your customers will come to your website and they won't know. You may have a great blog post, but then after that, when they go to figure out who you really are, they'll have no idea who you are or what you do. The thing with page level content, though, is it's necessary for all of us. And in most cases, you write it and you don't have to rewrite it for quite some time or even add more content to it. All right. The next one, case studies. So case studies are all about success. They're all about success. They're about you highlighting someone who had success with your product or service, telling their backstory, telling how they used your product and service and the success that they had. Really, it's about social proof, okay? It's helping the reader identify themselves in the story to say, oh, I'm like that. Yes, I have that problem. Yes, I react that way. And wow, this worked for them and they got this result. That's the social proof, right? But it's all about success. Now, can you write a case study about failure? Yeah, you can too. But that's still a case study about success because ultimately you're pointing to failure to show how to avoid it so that you can have success. So that's number three. We're on number three. Get, get my fingers right. Not two fingers, three. Number four is a white paper. Or oh, let me go back to case studies. They work great depending on your industry. Okay. If you're selling a consumable or a, a product that isn't very expensive, then testimonials work just as well as a case study. If you're selling something that's a lot more expensive, when I say a lot more expensive in US dollar terms, uh, really, if you're $500 and above uh, for your product, then a case study can work. And the more expensive your product is, the more a case study will work for you over just a little snippet testimonial. Okay. All right. The next one, number four, white papers. Now, I personally don't like these. I'm full disclosure, but they are a very, very valid form of content. They dive deep into a granular level, into a topic, usually something that's very technical, okay? Um, that's where you're going. You're going to the technical level, and you're talking to someone who really understands what's going on. There's very little fluff in a white paper. It's very little... Um, nice and flowery content. This is just, it's 
a technical type of paper. Now, again, depending on your industry, that might be something that's great for you. And maybe you went to school and you are in a technical industry. And so you learn to write these technical papers in school. And so it's a great tool for you because possibly, depending on who your audience is, that's what they want to read. They don't want to read a happy-go-lucky story and a case study. They want them to read the the, the nitty-gritty facts and make their own decision. That'd be perfectly fine. If that's what you're good at, if you're great at writing white papers, technical papers, then do that. Do it. The next one is infographics. Now, infographics are interesting because it's exactly that. It's a graphic, but it is a content. And that's the thing that a lot of people forget. You can put a lot of content and communicate a lot of information in an infographic. Now, infographics also have a challenge. Okay. You know, they say that a picture is worth a thousand words, and that's absolutely true. If you're looking at it and you're a human. Where infographics will get you in a little bit of trouble is with Google because Google can't read your infographic. Well, technically they can, but they choose not to. They they don't know how to categorize your, your infographic. And so you're going to have to do a little bit more work Right, which is we can cover um, in another video. But you're gonna have to do a little bit more work to let Google and the search engines know what your infographic is about. Now, there are even search engines for infographics, which are fantastic. So you can use an infographic to help drive traffic to your website. It's just a very specific type of technique, but it works and it works really, really well if you can create infographics that really capture your audience's attention and tell a story, give information that no one else is presenting or presented in a much clearer fashion. Okay. So infographics can work. Next is the one I'm doing right now. And that's Video. Yes, video can chop be chopped up much like a lot of the written stuff that we just did into a bunch of different parts. But on the whole, video is about someone standing in front of a camera and talking and producing um, and teaching or sharing information. Video is awesome. Video is the future. You will see that um, Facebook and, and Google, they're all prioritizing video more now over static images and over written word. Video is the way of the future. So if you are great in front of the camera, this is the medium for you. Get in front of the camera and start. If you aren't great in front of the camera or you're okay in front of the camera, but you want to do video, the best way to do it is to start. Listen, let me promise you this. My videos now are okay. My videos before used to suck. Don't go try to find them because I deleted them all. (laughs) okay? But they did. I wasn't very good. I had to learn how to communicate with you through video because it's different than just talking to someone sitting in a chair. I'm still having a conversation, but there's no one here and I got to pull you along. But videos are absolutely wonderful and you can produce videos and, and share a ton of content very, very quickly in a very short, concise space of time. Um, videos, though, have to go through a little bit much like infographics, somewhat of different optimization that we'll have to talk about when we look at the SEO side and the ranking side of this content. 
Okay. And the different things that you have to do to get video to rank. However, as I said before, all the major networks want video right now. So it's a great time to produce video. And then number seven, last, but by no means least, and the one that a lot of people think might be a little bit dead, but I don't believe so, is the podcast. Yep, no video, just your voice over the airways. Well, not technically over the airways, but you get my point, right? Uh, through a podcast network. And you have a podcast, whether it's a solo podcast where it's just you talking, or if it's an interview podcast where you're you're sharing um, uh, someone else and, and talking with someone else. Whatever the, the, the format is, it doesn't matter, okay? Now, why am I going to say that podcasts are so big and why it's so important to still have podcasts? If you love to talk, simple. Did you know that the average income of someone who listens to a podcast across the board, across the world, is $150,000 US per year? So people with money listen to podcasts. I think you may want people with money who can buy your product. They're probably listening to podcasts somewhere. So why not have one? Now, again, my key today wasn't to tell you that you've got to do all seven of these. What I'm going back to where I started. What you have to do is look at these seven and decide, and really six, because we're going to take out the page level content because that's set it and forget it. Um, so it's really the other six. Which ones are you most comfortable producing? Do you have a ton of stories and a ton of successes? Great. Produce case studies. Are you a super technical person? Write white papers. Are you very visual and graph uh, and graphical? I think that's the word. Uh, um, produce infographics. Do you love the live camera? Do videos, whether recorded or live. Whatever it is, find the one that works best for your personality, your schedule, and your business, and do that. Do that until you perfect it. And don't try to do all of the others uh, uh, right now. Try to perfect this one. And then we'll talk about repurposing content later, which is another big topic. We've touched on it a couple different times, but it's another big topic. All right, everybody. So I hope you hear me and I hope you get that message. Choose one of these that are listed here. Find the content medium that's right for you and start publishing content. Start publishing content. Create content. You don't know what to create. I don't care. Just create. You will get better. Keep listening to me and I will keep teaching you what to create. I will see you next time and see you tomorrow, guys. I hope everybody has a great day. Bye.